You're listening to Soul Crush, a podcast dedicated to embodied spirituality, sexuality, and stories that soothe and inspire the soul. Each episode will be interviewing and having conversations with different teachers, healers, artists, people who have really taken hold of the wounding that they've experienced in life as a human and have learned how to extract the juice of creativity and um, empowerment that is inside of it. Our wish is that you deeply receive the transmission of each episode welcoming you into a greater alignment with your own soul's purpose and passion. Enjoy the episode and let us know if you have any questions. Welcome everybody and um, welcome everybody that's here live. We're so excited that you're here um, and welcome Olivia. Thank you. So I just want to share a couple things before we get started. Um, our topic for today is sex and relationship and we have lots of um, just like juicy conversation for you. So I want to suggest that, you know, you can either listen to this just, you know, and not have the video on, but you can also, you know, be in, be in your space and participate with it. Um, you can um, pin the, the videos of the hosts and then it'll just kind of go back and forth that way. And then we'll see if we have time at the end, um, but also throughout it, if you have any questions or any like any like aha things that come up as, as we're sharing this conversation, please, um, feel free to put it in the chat and I'll kind of keep my my awareness there a little bit and, and chime in on that. But it also just feels good to like share those moments sometimes. So you're also participating, even though, you know, for this particular class, um, you know, compared to like other classes where we have a lot of participation, we're going to be kind of sharing and, and hopefully we'll share a little meditation with you um, as well at the end. So I also want to welcome anybody that's watching this um, recording, because I know a lot of people were like, I really want the recording. And so um, keeping all of my links, <laughs> I sent out the wrong link. It's like so many things to navigate, but I'm happy that we can, that we can do this and that we can be here together. So let's start um, just by welcoming Olivia. And then Olivia, if you would like to just share a little bit of... Um, yeah, just what you're what you're excited about sharing in this in this time together, or why you're why you're excited about being here, anything at all, just to kind of yeah. Um, well, thanks for having me here, and thanks for sending all those links. That's it's a complicated world, the link world. Um, and really happy everyone came live because I know it's easy to just do the recording, but you do get something different, obviously, by being here live. And we benefit by you being here because it's a whole another energy having all of you here. So thank you so much for being here. And um, I think, well, Adriana and I are generally interested in like similar things around uh, how topics of sexuality and these kinds of topics that can be quite stale and um, uh, 
just narrowed in in some ways when we bring them onto the spiritual path you get like this whole other charge and a whole other aspect to it that we find interesting and so i'm like making it about you and me not just me if that's okay yeah <laughs> Feels pleasure. yeah um, well it makes sense i mean that's like the nature of our connection and for those of you you know that don't know us all i i always forget to do this but i'm adriana this is olivia <laughs> and the reason why i asked olivia to be here for this series um is because olivia and i met i i said i made up the number seven years ago i'm not sure that that's totally accurate but i know it's around that and i know how you are with time also it's like it was around seven years ago, but I was on a meditation retreat in silence. And so Olivia and I met in when I was in silence, which is a very interesting dynamic for me and very unique because I talk so much. So it was just, I always like hold that so sacred and hold that our connection kind of has this um, like, like depth to it that I feel like we, we sink into in the work that we both do and in the work that um, both on ourselves, but with other people around the realms of intimacy and sexuality and, um, and spirituality. So Olivia is an amazing um, teacher and, and relational guide. And she's helped me so much over these years um, as a friend. Um, I get lucky enough to just call her and use her services <laughs> as a friend. And so, yeah, I'm happy to, happy to share in this way. Um, with you and, and with everyone. Thank you. Yeah, so I mean, I guess a good <clears throat> thing to jump into, I, because we only have an hour, is uh, we definitely, we can just start with sexual pleasure and uh, the significance of it. Uh, and I think, um, and I think like my inspiration for all this comes from like, in the end, we wanna have you know, our lives are precious and we want to use them fully and either, and, and we want to make sure that it's a benefit to people. So sexuality has this aspect of either binding us, like they say, like at least in spiritual practice, uh, that it's either like the energy of passions, either going to bind you faster than anything else, or it's going to liberate you faster than anything else. Cause it's such a potent energy. And I think, um, we forget that it's a major practice. Like we're not, we don't come into this world knowing how to do this. And we don't come into this world um, knowing even what that means to practice sexuality. We come in being like, well, this is what sex does. There's, you know, these very big um, glaring ideas about sex that either limit us um, or we are drawn to them, but rarely do we actually make it a practice and make it something that we investigate because yeah, sexuality has this beautiful thing of like anything that's important is an unfolding journey. It's mysterious. And so, of course, um, sexuality is one of the most mysterious of any of them. And yet we think, oh, well, if I have a partner, I should just know what I'm doing. Or if I don't have a partner, maybe I don't know what I'm doing and something's wrong with me. And really, like, rarely is it that black and white. Um, really, we need to make it as important as eating and uh, drinking fluids. Mm -hmm. We need to drink other kinds of fluids. <laughs> um, yeah, and I love like normalizing it as well. You know what I mean? Because there's so much taboo around sex itself. And like, yet it's literally something that like every human, ex well, not every human, but most humans experience at some point, you know? And so there's also that whole, I love what you're sharing of like the power within it and also like the power within 
like bringing it, that's part of why I want to talk about it, you know, in a space that feels good and feels um, loving and healing and tender, you know, because it is such a tender thing, but it also has so much power in it. Yeah, I love that. And it's true. I, I like the idea of normalizing it, but not normalize, like normalizing it in a sacred way or a not sacred, like it's an untouchable thing, but what you were saying that that tenderness, like I think that tenderness piece is really important with sensuality and sexuality because you need that to actually touch into aliveness. And that's the thing with sensuality. Sexuality is like you have to, um, you can never box it in. And that's like, I think that's like the aspect of tenderness that um, allows you to feel the life force of sexuality. So uh, I think for me, like when we speak of sacred, it's like, how do we even talk about sexuality and normalize it in, in the sense that uh, it's something that we use as a daily medicine, a daily, it's like, oh, like, where is my sexuality today? Like, oh, I feel like I, I feel so, so vulnerable to the world right now. Like, how can I relate to my sensual experience to, um, essentially medicate that vulnerability, not like reduce it, but actually engage in it, um, which is like any kind of true medicine engages in the experience we're having. So. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I feel like there's two things I want to ask you about it. One is how we could experience greater pleasure sexually, like whatever that means and brings up for you. And then the other thing is you have a really great podcast called Love and Liberation that everybody should go listen to because she, Olivia interviews like all these just like amazing teachers and just people that are so like, not people that some people that I would ever have found if it wasn't for you that I'm so, so grateful to, you know, you're an amazing resource for wisdom, you know, both within yourself, but also your, your karma, you know, is very interwoven with a lot of, um, beings that carry that are free in their expression of of wisdom and of their wisdom and um you know so i also wanted to ask you i know you've done interviews with some people around also sex and sexuality and you know so i'm i'm also just curious maybe what what you've noticed is a really common kind of thing that is really useful to 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 know in terms of us relating to our sexuality and relating to sex in this sacred way yeah totally hold on um, so ways to experience sexual pleasure first question yeah um you have to remind me the second if i forget later um come so uh well it, it depends if we wanted to talk about Every day, we'll do both. We can do just daily self-pleasuring, actual like an actual practice, and then through our ordinary life, clothed. So, um, does that feel good? Yeah, that's great. Um, I know you're texting over there, so no, just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really busy. This is a really boring conversation. <laughs> no, I um, we'll keep coming in, so I'm like, I am. No, but I, you know me, yeah. I multitask. I was just being silly. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, self-pleasuring, um, I think we talk about self-pleasuring and like, what does that actually mean? What can it look like in our life? And um, I think it's great to have time uh, every day, uh, or if you can't do it every day, if that feels overwhelming, a few days a week where you just explore your body 
and you by yourself, even if you're in partnership, you take time by yourself to explore your body with your hands um, or with, uh, I recommend non-mechanical sex toys um, because oftentimes the like vibrators that most people use that just desensitizes us or it's really not a learning process. This whole thing is about learning. It's not supposed to, it's not like we're trying to get somewhere. So it's like, okay, like, what does it feel like this pressure on my body? What does this little spot on my arm feel like? We're just exploring ourselves. So I think that's a really accessible and really powerful way to have, um, to deepen our experience of pleasure. And I think it's really important too, because so often we think we should just know what we like. And, mm. you know, say we're, we've been in a long-term relationship uh, we think, oh, like by now we should just know what we like, or we just kind of get stuck in these sexual ruts. And the truth is rarely have we actually been like, what do I actually like? And like, and maybe I liked that last week, but now like this week, you know, especially if you are someone that circulates hormones, AKA like female bodied people, um, your body every week is different. And um and just, you know, just depending on age and circumstance and what's going on with us emotionally, we're always shifting. So certainly there's like general erotic zones in our body, but some of us are like so turned on by very specific spots on our body that we wouldn't know if we don't actually take the time. So really just like giving yourself like laying in bed a little bit longer in the morning and just wandering the terrain of your own landscape and being like, Oh, like, huh, you know, like just like exploring and you can do different things like visualizations and, and practices to intensify your experience of, of, of arousal, or um, you can just explore yourself. But the most important thing certainly is to like increase positive feelings about yourself. So we don't want to be like, oh, fuck my thigh. I hate my fucking thigh. You know, like, you know, this is like not the point of this. We want to be like, we want to actually like ground ourselves into our perfection first and just re-brainwash ourselves back into our truth of like, we are divine beings of perfection and just coming back into your energetic state of, of experiencing um, uh, arousal within our own field. I love um, that. I love the, I, I mean, I just love that you can say that. <laughs> I love that you can just say like, to bring that energy into our experience, you know, and I, and I think it's, I think it it does so much, at least in this moment for for us, because there is and has been so much, so many other things attributed to sexuality for so long for for many people, shame and all that kind of stuff that we're not necessarily going to get into because we'll be here for thousands of years. But it's like to explore that in that way, coming from that place of like that, like what you said of that inner interconnectedness and of that unconditional love you know to really start to get that into how we receive pleasure you know and that it's not always just like it doesn't always feel like that right sometimes it feels like the opposite of that but when that intention is there it's like you're you're continuing to open to it again and again it, it's why one of the things you said it's to me it's true because no again no you go I was going to say one of the things that we talked about um, on a live once was that you were saying how to like, and I've used this so much of just how to open like in any given moment, like in, in a moment like that, like how can I open a pleasure even just like 
you know, 2% more, 10% more than I am in this moment, you know, and there's something that's like very grounding and kind of like regulating about that for some reason for me. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. I think that's really important just to know, like, we don't have to become like, oh, I just wear my t-shirt and shorts. And now I have to wear like a whole other outfit and then be like this whole magnificent sparkling, whatever it is, we think that it is sexual and sexy. The whole thing is like sexual energy is a complete embodiment. It's all energy. It's all energy. That's all we are. So like, and everything is like sexual experience is all mind created. I mean, that's, so of course it's in our body and our body's channeling our energy, but if we can just open our mind a crack more to like, Ooh, can I be touched more? Just touched more by this experience. I'm walking through the field and Oh, like something is like a literal field is what I'm saying in that moment, <laughs> like walking through a field and I just, can I be impacted by this moment just a little bit more? Like, and what that means literally is just, can we receive this moment even more in our whole sensory experience? And, and that, that doesn't take us being somebody other than we are. We're just allowing us more of ourselves to be exposed and more of ourselves to be felt. And, um, I think that's actually like the key because pleasure and sexuality aren't necessarily, they don't necessarily feel good. Like some of us love different kinds of experiences of pain and that turns us on, right? So it's like, it's not, we're not saying that like pleasure is just like this, um, a certain kind of flavor. We're trying to open up to the full spectrum and see what part of that spectrum activates, activates the fluid in our bodies, builds heat in our bodies opens us up beyond what we could ever imagine. So we could see even beyond self into like, oh, I just want to pour the joy in my being into all beings. You know, like that's the end goal is that like we just become beacons of joy and we just soak this world in our beingness. That sounds we, do it, we just do it by cracking open. Just a little. bit by bit by bit. And I love that because it takes like, it's like, it really does make this connection between like the spiritual path and our sexuality and our ability to like receive pleasure because it's like, it's like, it can be super useful to be like, okay, here are these exercises to like feel more pleasure, you know, like tickle a feather on your arm and like massage your, you know, vagina or your cock in this way. Or, you know, there's like, there's like tools, right? Like there's like, and sometimes I'm sure like I give those tools to people or have people try certain things, but like the essence of that is like in, is also like the essence of what I've experienced that you get from doing those like kind of tools that you can kind of learn. Or like you said, ideas of like what's sexy and what isn't and trying something and not. And it's like, that is also the same experience that we have when we do that, like little bit of opening, you know, it's like, that also is that like sensory like being in our sensuality you know and opening ourselves up to that it's like it's the same ex I mean for me it's the same experience and sometimes when I'm yeah when I'm like in that um or or you know it's like oh it, it's almost like it's a little bit of a shortcut like I'm always looking for shortcuts I don't know about it, you but like I always want like a short I'm like okay like I want to like enjoy things and like slow down and I know that that's like part of it but I want to have like a deep full experience of my life, like as much as possible. That's just how I feel. And so, you know, when it comes to all of that, it's almost like I found that 
And especially, you know, and the connections that I've made with you around it and just even having a friend that I can talk to about orgasms or sex or even that kind of stuff that like maybe some of you, you know, need to cultivate with one of your friends or want to, you know, where you like have a more open, even conversation about it. So that way then that energy is just more and more in our field. And, and like what you said so beautifully, Olivia, of like opening ourselves up to being in that space of joy and joyfulness and, and the energy of that. So that way it's really, it is naturally um, affecting the world and the lives that we live in. Totally. Thank you for sharing that. <clears throat> um, well, yeah, and then responding to your other question about what's common from the different, you know, the truth is I haven't really interviewed anybody that like they're all so different in terms of the areas they focus on. So I couldn't say um, necessarily. Um, oh, I think we have a, do you see that, Jan? Yeah, I'll fix it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't think of like one thing that one of them has, because it's just been such a very different group of people I've interviewed. Like no one's just like a certain kind of realm of sexuality. Um, but I, I do think a part of it is just continuing to honor ourselves. It's really all we can do in our sexuality is to not think we should be in some other place and um, to continue to know that like our needs are... Uh, we need to have a high standard for ourselves in sexuality. Like we, I think sometimes we can kind of fall in between two extremities. Like we can be like, just like, oh, I don't, I'm not really into sex. I'm this age. I hear this a lot with clients of mine. Oh, I'm past the sexual age. Or it's just like, you know, let's just not talk about that. Right. It's like too much. And then there's the other extreme where it's just like kind of giving ourselves to, to anybody sexually there can be these two extremes, like a, someone that's like seeking it and someone that's avoiding it. Um, and so I think it's like honoring ourselves, but also like pushing the boundaries of our own self uh, sexual exploration, no matter which uh, area we lie in. So I think um, I kind, I'm kind of saying two things like honoring ourselves and like making sure that we actually have appropriate boundaries for our self worth around sexuality mm. um, and then also like pushing the edge between like our belief systems around sexuality because sometimes they can be quite limiting I think those are kinds of two things that I've been hearing uh, different people speak about in the yeah past. it's interesting because I was actually going to ask you that next because we were going to talk about like how to stay in connection to our worth like using boundaries but also how to experience more pleasure I think is also part of it using utilizing boundaries and then the third thing is, is like, like I often find that I learn about boundaries through either like having some experience where I don't have them and I experience suffering or like having boundaries and then like, um, and then like continually, <laughs> continually like ignoring them like like having some sort of an idea of like a boundary and then like almost like betraying I'm laughing but it's not actually funny in the moments like I'm saying it's like things that actually cause me suffering are like these ideas or like feelings that I have around boundaries and just the the experience of then like what feels like self-betrayal or like to be honest about our needs when it comes especially to sexuality is like such a in my experience vulnerable thing 
like to be like, and also what you said of like looking at for female bodied people, how it changes so much like week by week. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting to notice because that has helped me feel more empowered to be like, Oh, well, just cause I'm not into my partner in this moment doesn't mean we have to break up. Like I literally, like, that's like where my mind will go. Cause I'm like very extreme and it's like, it'll change like literally tomorrow <laughs> or like in like six hours, you know, anyway. So I know I'm saying a lot of things, but I guess, you know, kind of shifting into the topic of boundaries and how they can help us stay in our worth and also experience, yeah, greater pleasure sexually, but in, in our lives of, of relating to other people. Yeah. I like it. Um, thanks. Yeah. For sharing your experience <clears throat> about it. Um, so I think actually I'm going to just do a slight twist on the boundary thing. Cause we all know we need good boundaries, right? I feel like I, there's like a lot out there, but sometimes we forget like our capacity. Like uh, sometimes we're so interested in, in having boundaries that we um, forget like who, who are we? Like even fundamentally, like who are we in this moment as a person creating boundaries? And I think that's, I'm going to get into that because that's like a super vague phrase to say, but basically like so often we'll make boundaries and we'll, but we don't actually have a connection to our being and we're not connected to anything beyond ourselves. So our boundaries are actually like a mental fabrication that isn't actually like instilled in something powerful. And so to have um, boundaries in a way that um, enables us, us to like, source power in the decisions we make. I actually think it's really important to first know that we actually uh, create, co-create the world, like we co-create reality. So like if we, if you have a particular vision in mind for our life, like we need to be able to ground into the fact that, you know, we are, um, sorry, you see that Adriana too? No. There you go. Um, <laughs> I'm like no um yeah we just need to be able to ground into the fact that we are um beyond like this experience right here because so often our boundaries are like well I really didn't like how he treated me or she treated me but it's like wait what kind of energy are we putting into our situation so like what I mean by like connecting to source it's like well, we have all of this space around us. We're composed of matter. We're, we are boundless beings when we really investigate ourselves. And, um, and so from that place, it's like, what do I want to do in this moment? Like having power coming from our true self-knowing. And um, then our boundaries actually will be very different and the way we express them will be very different. They're not just going to be like, listen, that really upset me. You really shouldn't do that to me. It's going to be like, first let me like clarify with my, my own energetic field, my own mind, like how I'm actually behaving in my life. Am I actually living a life that's creating the kinds of dynamics I want? And then from there, first the world around you is going to shift after you do that. And then you can have those conversations. But we talk a lot, too much. We talk too much about the problems and about everything without reminding ourselves first, let's like empower our own beingness Let's like wash ourselves with like becoming masters of our own mind and our energy field before we jump into um, all the minutia of relational life. 
Does that yeah. make any sense? Totally. And I, I mean, I love that so much. And I know I just shared with you on the phone the other day about how much like you've empowered me to really keep coming back to that space of creating my own reality, you know, and I have like really extreme highs and really extreme lows, you know, in terms of how I experience life um, emotionally right now and have for some years um, and am working a lot on that. And, and so it's just been super, super beneficial for my being and then for my relationships to like have that tool, you know, to like really, and not like, I don't do it perfectly. It's like, you know, but just to have that, that knowing or to have, and to also have someone and people in my life that are also like doing that and that are reminders of that, you know, cause it's so easy to connect in on like, you know, we need to vent sometimes, right? You need to be like, I need to vent for a few minutes and like, wah, you know, and like say the things that are like in those realms. And then there's also, you know, this whole other way of like, like what you're speaking to that totally makes sense that um, of being like, oh, right, well, this is happening. And so how do I come back inside and like really do the work that it's asking me to do to create a different reality? And it really does work like that. I mean, it's just so ridiculous, like how much it actually works like that. And like how much that I, I won't speak for anyone else, actually forget like all the time, but then like you know, more and more coming and staying in that, in that space of just remembering that and doing, doing the work in those moments of when even a hard, or even a super hard emotional moment that it can be a moment. Oftentimes the self-care for me in that moment is to be like, okay, well, this is actually what I'm really wanting. And like, this is, this is, you know, and, and just like being in that space with myself, taking my, taking, it helps me to feel like I'm not putting the power and everything else around me because I'm so wired on some level to do that yeah i love that and it really does take every moment of our attention it's not something where like once in a while you can be like okay let me like like refabricate my experience it's really every single moment we're creating energy fields and like um not in, it's not even like a woo-woo thing like this isn't i just want every time i use the word energy field there's a part of me that's like oh fuck i've lost somebody i know it you know but like i just i it's really just like we literally are constantly transmitting information to each other it's literally what we're doing all day long by our emotions our emotions our actual motion our thoughts and activities so um every moment we have an opportunity to refine that moment to be what we want it to be. And it doesn't mean we get everything we want because karmically everything is impacting everything, but uh, we at least have more empowerment to um, shift things in that way. Yeah. I love that. So it's so juicy. And it's like such a moment to moment thing, like you're saying, and like not, and also like it requires us to like, fail you know what I mean I think that that's why it's so vulnerable and why it's so scary and why we stay stuck in our things and in our ways of being and thinking is because it requires a certain amount of like risk you know to to love and to be loved and to know what our needs are and to be willing to try it's not like all of a sudden then you're like totally doing it like perfect like it's just such a mess you know in so many ways right now anyway I mean I have a lot of hope because I've like come really far in this realm and 
I have like, I, I feel like I have so much, I feel like I have so much further to go, but it's like, so you also have to notice like the small progress. Like in my experience, you really have to pay attention to like, especially in the realms of sexuality and especially in the realms of like relating from this place that, you know, Olivia is so beautifully helping us like feel it's like you really have to celebrate like the small wins and pay attention to them, you know, and that's part of what we're talking about, you know? Um, and, and yeah, it's not always easy, but it's, it's, yeah, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not. But the, the one thing you can say is that, I mean, my experience is that at least when you're re-empowering yourself, even when life is so hard, you're going, you're like in a dark hole, just literally you feel like you're in hell. You, it's not hard, it's not easy to be in that place, no doubt about it, but you know you're not losing any time. You know, you know you're not wasting your time because you're, you're continuing to become a more honest and um, self-aware person. So I think that's kind of the win-win of like, no matter what, we're all gonna have really difficult periods of the day, of our lives. There's no way around that, but I think kind of the beauty of like bringing the power back into ourselves to be like, how can I just like keep refining this whole experience? Like before I just immediately make it about partnership and about intimacy, no matter what we are totally winning. It's a total win-win. It might be like a painful win-win in moments, but then we come out and we're like, oh my God, thank God I just spent so much time in that hell hole. And, but I like did it this time in such a new way that, now I'm not going to do that thing again. Or if I do, I, I can I know what to do next time that happens again, you know? Yeah. And I love that. And I remember one time you said to me, I have like such a vault of like, I have my own, like, I have like a, maybe like a, like a, a room in like my life, the library of my consciousness of like teaching to me around all of this stuff, which I love because it's just happened very naturally, which is how I like to learn. Um, I just try to make friends with people that I'm really inspired by. <laughs> I'm like, don't you want to be friends? <laughs> don't you want to come on a Zoom thing and like talk to me for a little while? <laughs> um, it's part of my secret spell. But, you know, one time I remember around what we're talking about of, of you know, because I remember I was like, it's like the pain, it, like when you're in partnership or we're talking about relating to someone else, it's like there's a pain in them not understanding you or not experience, not knowing like how free you're actually being in those moments, you know? And I just remember you being like, you just really shifting that for me into, and I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was just really that this acknowledgement that that's also like, it's such a, like the personal freedom that we experience that no one else can. It's like, it's actually like, it's such a, it's such a power and like such a joy in a certain way. And especially like you were saying, like when no one else knows, like when you're alone and you're just like doing it, you know what I mean? Like those moments when they come in and like how, how sacred they, they are, you know? Um, yeah. I just, I love that. Cool. I like, I'm glad you remember remember or appreciate that I know it's it's funny like sometimes I think that's that's like the joy of having dharma si friends and um siblings and like just compete is compatriot would that be a term you would use in that compatriots I don't know but anyway sometimes I just like to like see what comes in <laughs> so, um but it's so nice because like words like oh my god you totally shattered this idea of this like usually other that would seem really negative but in the world of um 
spiritual revolution, ex, you know, ex, personal exploration. It's like we just constantly want to be um, broken open. It's, this isn't a time of like quelling ourselves. This is a time of um, being like, okay, am I ready for the next unveiling of the self? Let's see. <laughs> and then we just see if we are. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes we're like, please give me something easier. But unfortunately, all everybody on this call, probably all on the same boat. Apologies from the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what this whole call is, which is about. Apologies yeah. from the universe. <laughs> Reality check. But. Yeah. I love that. Is it okay if I read a couple of these um, things yeah. that people wrote? Yeah. Jen says, yes, how to navigate the constant changes of sexual boundaries, sometimes since our bodies and likes do change, totally. And um, I love that this can also translate into other spaces of our lives. What is it that I'm wanting in this moment to connect, to give, to have a quick release? I hand thought of approaching my sexuality in this way before or to connect it to other areas of life. Yeah. I hadn't made that connection before. Yeah, totally. I love that. And it's true. You know, it's like a, it's like an indicator, you know, it's like, like, it's like, a, I mean, that makes it sound so boring because it's like so much more than that. I'm like, it's like a gauge, you know, like in the car, you know, I never make this kind of, I'm like channeling my partner probably because I never would make that kind of analogy of like a car or something, but he does things like that all the time. And I'm like, what? Um, but that experience of like looking at that or, you know, looking at our emotional body or, you know, it's like all of these things. It's not just to become like more and more, like self-absorbed or whatever, or get more and more of what we want. Like, hopefully that also happens, you know, in, in some ways that it's meant to, but it's really like what Olivia is talking about of like really becoming more and more self-aware and having more and more authority of how we're, we are co-creating our reality, you know, and um, yeah. And how it's connected to all of the different areas of our life, because that's just part of it. So it's a good place to look, you know, and to, and to explore and a good place to, to work with. So thank you um, for sharing that. Um, I want to do a couple things. So I want to make sure to kind of keep us on track. Um, and I'd love if you could share with us some relational um, communication um, tips or um, yeah, just some kind of like juicy ways of being really present with ourselves in the context of, you know, both romantic relationship, but also maybe just wanting to to be intimate, you know, with others. And um, when we have maybe a lot of uh, maybe fear around that, or just the experience of, um, you know, sometimes when we're hurt in those realms, then our communication it, it gets challenging, you know, and and it becomes hard to say what we want or what we feel, or just you know, just even relating. Sometimes I know for me it's just super awkward. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I'd love anything around that topic that you have to, that you would like to share. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think, uh, a couple just good all the time, uh, whether it is intimate or not intimate, um, or like a hard moment specifically, um, one very simple one that we just have to remind ourselves to do is to, uh, have our heart open from the start of a conversation, which can be really hard, especially when we have so many thoughts in our head about how we want the conversation to go or how we don't want it to go or our 
resentments towards somebody or whatever, our fears about somebody um, breathing in and out of our heart, softening our heart. And like feeling, having a conversation just from that place completely shifts the conversation. The person can feel it and allows, um, yeah, just allows love and, and warmth to flow between us. So uh, seems so simple, but uh, takes practice and just takes remembering, you know, when we, when we have that conversation, whether it's difficult or ordinary, uh, is my heart, am I breathing in my heart? And is my heart center soft? Um, I think that's a really accessible one and powerful on many levels. And then that obviously translates sexually. If we are having any sexual interactions, we want our heart to be open as well. And, and even around boundaries, when our heart is open, we, we are much safer to be around. We don't say things that we don't mean as often. And we also are much more aware of our own um, needs when our heart's open and if somebody's going um, past our needs. So like that's actually like kind of tied to everything we've been speaking about. Um, a second one, like one of my favorite things to focus on in life is curiosity. And a huge one relationally, if we're talking about relational stagnation, um, in any dynamic is forgetting that we don't know any, we don't know somebody, we just don't. They are a total cosmic experience um, constantly unfolding. They, we barely know ourselves. And so how curious can we be in every way? Like even just sense, like on a sensory level curious. So if we are with our lover, like, can we like take in their smell a little bit more or like the way that they're moving a little bit more or, it's not even just the words, right? And if we're on the phone, that's a different experience. But even still, we can get an energetic experience of somebody on the phone or on video or all these other ways. Um, so I think it's just like really slowing ourselves down and just being curious. So ask curiosity through the sensory field and then curiosity even just through questions. So if we find ourselves in a place of, um, we have kind of heavy, maybe potentially negative emotions towards somebody, just counteracting that with like, how many questions can I ask this person and totally like remind myself that I might not actually know what they think. I might not know everything about them and just go wild with questions. And they might be like, you haven't asked me a question in a million years and they'll feel so happy maybe that you're curious about them. Um, so that's the second one. And I think those are like two really good ones. And then I think another one too, is just like, I think the beginning of conversation is so important. So just entering a conversation with intentions that are hopefully greater than what you would hope would even happen, you know, not holding on to like necessarily a very specific outcome. Like if you're trying to persuade somebody of something <laughs> doesn't always work so well, but even just the feeling of the conversation. And, you know, if there's like, if you want to transmit love, like may they feel loved, may they feel like they can be themselves and just coming to a conversation that way. Yeah. I love that. And I love the I, I, I can see how, you know, the curiosity in, cause I, well, I'm noticing something about myself that I just want to, I just want to say it out loud, just selfishly, but also with the hopes always that it will help someone else, um, which, you know, oftentimes it does, which is why I do it. But I am like, oh yeah, curiosity. Right. So it's like, I'll try to do curiosity when I'm like really triggered or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'll be like, gosh, I should just be more curious right now. Like, ah! you know, and it's like, it just isn't going to happen in that moment. Like that's the moment I got to be like out of the situation or just like, you know, getting back to a place where like that is an option. Right. And so, you know, and somebody also said like also the relationship itself. And it's so true. Like there's so many parts of ourselves that like Olivia said, that's all part of this as well. Right. These are just reflections and, and constantly coming back to that experience of curiosity and intimacy within our own beings, you know, and, and bodies always, whether you're in relation partnership or not. And, you know, so I love the, the curiosity in these moments of just like actually drawing in more pleasure to, you know, to that way of, of being with one another, you know, and like you said, a lot of people are maybe in this moment separated from their partners or people that they're dating or engaging with. And, you know, there's, there's so many ways um, of, of slowing down and of kind of being in that space of, you know, curiosity, not just as an idea, but like the feeling of it in my body is like very, um, it is very sensual, you know, because it, it, it opens me when I, when I think about what does it even feel like to be curious, you know, so just even contemplating that I think can open us in a certain way. I love that. And there's definitely tons of practices you can do in partnership or with people where you do, I mean, we've done some of them together, but um, where they, you are, there are embodiment practices where you come from a feeling place versus a thinking place where you actually share based on how your body feels with somebody else. There's different little exercises you can do as well. Um, but that feels like that might be like a whole nother. Yeah. <laughs> a whole other thing. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Another time I'm sure will be Olivia and I have, um, yeah, we've led a retreat. We've led a couple retreats or just that one. I can't remember. I don't know. I've definitely done a bunch of workshops. We've done a lot of things together that were always so fun. No, it's really the end goal is to make t-shirts. That's really what we want. We're like, let's do that because it'd be a great t-shirt. And then we never make the t-shirt. Next time. That's really why we ever lead anything is like, we're like, oh, that's a really good t-shirt. That's a really good name for a t-shirt. And they're like, let's do a class or a workshop. Like, okay, let's see if anybody wants to come. Yeah, next time. Yeah. Next time. This one too long of a intro. This would be a very long T-shirt. It'd be like a sentence. <laughs> totally. So um, I love that. And you're, um, you know, at the end, maybe you can share with us a little bit about your pleasure course that's coming up, and um, which I'm sure will, you know, offer more of that. And I just want to <laughs> promote your Elemental Bomb because. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even know if you're selling it anymore. So it doesn't, even if you're not, are you still selling, I am it? selling it? Yeah. yeah. But it's just the best. Yeah. I use it all the time. But, and I was like, I put it on right before the call and then I was like, Oh, I should bring it upstairs so I could talk about it. Um, but it's just so great. And the way that you're, I also just want to name that you're so much of your wisdom of all this stuff, even sexuality and embodiment and like these words that are just words, right. Until we're like actually inside the experience of it ourselves it's like so much of that is so connected to your relationship to nature and to, you know, what that true nature and your experience of that within is, you know? So I just want to name that because I think in our world, it's so easy to kind of feel like in certain moments, like, well, why am I focusing on this? Or why am I investing my time and my money and my energy towards like my inner landscape, which is, you know, a word that you use a lot, which I really like and, and, or to, you know, connecting with the, or like making that extra effort, you know, which, so I just want to, just want to name that it really does create so much of a, of a different experience um, for us and for our lives when we, when we do, you know, just make those, 
make those shifts into investing into what is really calling you in that way and into pulling us into a greater experience of connection. So, um, yeah. So let's, um, would you like to lead us in a meditation? Yeah, sure. So what do we want it to be on? Hmm. I mean, originally I was feeling, um, and I shared this with you and I put this in the thing, but we can do anything that you're kind of intuiting right now. But I was just kind of feeling of us like having the, the focus of us kind of connecting into that energetic space of like that open hearted, wild love and, and pleasure you know, energy. Um, so if you were open to that, and then also if anybody has any questions that are coming to their mind as we're kind of transitioning into this, um, you know, it'll be a, probably a pretty, you know, short guided meditation. Um, just feel free to put that there and we could check in with that at the end um, and see. Love it. All right. So <clears throat> we can begin by just getting comfortable. So if you're <laughs> sitting down, if you need a pillow under you, put a pillow or a blanket. Short meditation. So don't go, don't go wild over there. <laughs> Preparations. Um, so my pillow, my rocks, like oh, take your off, take your underwear off, <laughs> massage your toes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna yeah. do that. <laughs> um, we'll just start by closing our eyes. And we're going to roll our shoulders back a few times. So each time you roll our shoulders back, just relax deeply into your body. Breathing, inhaling, exhaling. Just any kinds of motion you need to do to loosen up your physical body. And then we'll come to a still place. And you can just rest your hands on your thighs or your knees, wherever they land comfortably. And place all of your attention on your breath for now. Feeling your breath enter and exit your body and feeling the space in your body. So it's a simple experience, breathing, Noticing your breath and feeling the space in your body. So we're gonna place your energy in your heart center to start with and continuing to feel your breath coming in and out of your heart center. And feel that just whatever you're feeling in your heart, allow yourself to experience that. Thoughts might arise, no problem, let them arise, but also let them go back to where they came from and keep returning to the actual sensation in your heart center.
And then we're going to grow that attention. So just allow your energy field now to fill just a little bit wider, opening up that awareness of sensation. So just experiencing the sensation expand. So it's a larger circumference. Maybe you feel your shoulders a little bit more now. Maybe you start to also feel your navel. So we're opening up the space of sensory experience. And once again, thoughts may enter, no problem. Just keep returning though to the actual sensations, allowing yourself to really receive them and feel them. And then we'll open ourselves even further and allowing your entire torso and down to your hips, that whole area, just allowing yourself to feel. The subtle sensations, maybe there's some more obvious ones, maybe there's even some pain and just allowing that to be a stronger sensation. And then we're gonna expand even further. So our whole body, we're just literally feeling ourselves as a sensory being. So experience your, yourself, your whole body. If your heart wants to contract, if your body wants to contract, see if you can just uh, welcome it to show up a little bit more. You might want to breathe a little more deeply to receive your sensory experience. And then we want to expand a little beyond ourselves. So just imagine your field goes three feet beyond you in all directions and see what that feels like. 
feel what that feels like. Breathe the space around you. And then before we end the meditation, we'll just feel into your lips turning upwards into what we like to call a smile and just feel what that feels like to smile. Not for any particular reason and just feel the sensations of your body as you smile. And then we'll just beam our love from our hearts out to everybody on this call and everybody in the world. And when you're ready, you can slowly open your eyes or continue onwards, of course, if you rather. Thank you. I was muted, sorry. Um, Thank you so much, so good. It feels so good to, well, it feels so good to smile and just to feel how much like, just ever, there's so much there, just like smiling, like energetically, like so many different things. So it feels so good, you know, to be like, Oh, all right. Like all these things, you know, it reminded me of like why I lead uh, like dance movement, you know, because there's like this general hesitation and resistance to even, and for me, I felt the same thing in the smiling. Yeah, totally. Um, that you work through when you're like, or just with it, when you're like, there's just a, always this resistance to like looking weird <laughs> or crazy or like, just by smiling and you're like how is that not going to think about it i'm just going to be grateful that i had a chance to smile and get rid of some of that so thank you so much olivia oh so such a pleasure such a delight yeah so um i want to honor everyone's time um but we'll send out a recording for this as well and um and definitely um check out olivia's program that's coming out it's um called pleasure and complexity do you want to say anything about that because we're gonna um, yeah yeah a two-liner so in um i taught this class live sometimes and it's actually like the heart the fundamental pieces of how i believe we can experience a fulfilling life <laughs> very heavy thing to say but um basically it's just a course that it's going to be so amazing it, it it opens in june you can get your spot now and um it's a three-part class where we focus on complexity like our human nature is complex and how do we open to that we explore self-pleasure and we also explore relational pleasure so we'll move through uh, the nature of being human 
Uh, we'll move through actually deepening in our own experience of pleasure and then relationally, how do we uh, ignite more joy, delight, and deeper connection. And then from that, this is a fundamental course where like you'll just have like the ground and fundamentals often the essentials, like you need those things to deepen. Um, so this is stuff I've been doing for decades um, and I'm finally making something online around it. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can just ask me, but we'll also have a live every month um, so we can explore things there as well. Amazing. I'm really excited for it. I'm going to do it. So. Um, and yeah, you can find Olivia at oliviaclementine.com and just check it out and let us know how you're doing, what came up for you. If you want to share, you know, what came up in your meditation, feel free to email either of us. Um, if you don't have Olivia's email, you can email me and I can send it to you or forward it to you. Um, and yeah, just sending you all so much love. And we have, um, I'm doing this little three part series with these, um, with a few of my good friends last week, we did a, a video and um, class with my partner, David Wagner on um, God is love. And next week we're going to be talking about death um, with one of my friends, Matthew, who's a death doula. So I'm just really grateful that people have been showing up and hopefully you're getting just a lot of good, good loving out of this. Um, and yeah, sending you all so many blessings and so much love. And, um, and Adriana is doing a, training called the wounded healer training and she probably she's not going to say anything about it but if uh, anyone is here uh, and doesn't know about adriana's work you can go to adrianarizzolo.com and check out her training and a discount ends today so it's just good to know about and it's beautiful work and as you can see adriana is a ray of brilliant vulnerable expressive wisdom so uh, you can should, should look at it if inspired thank you olivia and the, both of them would go together very well because mine is like, really well. Dreamy. They would. They honestly would because yours would be like a deepening of one area of mine because mine will focus. We'll focus one week on sex and that, but like there's so many other things that we're going to be going into. So I feel like if you really want to get in there and um, and do some good healing work over the next couple months, the, those would definitely be things to do to support you. So. We're just grateful for all of you and yeah thanks for saying thank you and lots of love everybody's sharing in the comments and yeah we'll see you all see you all sometime just open yourselves a little bit lovely friends just a little bit then the world will feel loved yes love 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 bye <laughs>、hey, thank you so much, friends, for joining us on this episode of Soul Crush. You can find us on Instagram at Art of Loving. Please send us any questions, insights, you may have inspirations for guests, and feel free to share this podcast with any of your friends and loved ones. We're sending you so much love, respect, and healing energy to your journey and to all that you are becoming.